Welcome to the Delve Into Money podcast. I am your host, Curtis Haney. This is the personal finance podcast where we attempt to demystify money by reviewing books and applying what we learn to our own financial journeys. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode, episode number 36 of the Delve Into Money podcast. Last week, we talked about self-sabotaging and how when we create a new identity, we sometimes hold on to the old identities that result in us self-sabotaging our success. I left you with two questions. The first one, in what ways have you adopted a new identity in your life? And then number two, what are you holding on to that could stop you from keeping that identity. If you didn't listen to that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. I'll link to it in the show notes because I think it's important that you go through this process before we talk about sticky or sticking to financially healthy identities. We wanted to talk about how we can adopt new financial identities and the methods and things that we can do to make those stick. I'll admit before we start, this is something I'm still struggling with, but James Clear's framework on this really helped me. And so I hope it will help you as well. So that is, we're talking about the book Atomic Habits, and I'm looking through that lens and how to apply this to our financial lives. When we talk about making a change, James Clear talks about three different levels of changing your habits. The first one is he talks about changing your outcomes. The second one he talks about is changing your process. And then the third one is changing your identity. And these go from shallowest to deepest. And so we want to change our outcomes. We want to change our process and we want to change our identity. But if we focus on changing outcomes, we may not change our process or identity. If we focus on process, we will get the outcome, but we may not get an identity change. So we want to focus in on changing our identity because we want to identify as the person with this type of habit or mindset. James Clear says outcomes are about what you get, processes are about what you do. Identity is about what you believe. So we want to change what we believe about ourselves and then what we believe, we follow that up with the process, will result in a change in outcome. When you focus on outcomes exclusively, you may never actually determine what causes that outcome. When you focus on process, you can sometimes miss that outcome, but because you're so focused on process, you miss that it wasn't actually the outcome you wanted. With focusing on outcomes and process, the results are temporary. But when you focus on changing your identity, you change what you believe and what you represent. Your identity then links to your process and changes your outcome. When behaviors aren't consistent with your identity, they don't last. So when we look at the things that we failed at, we have to ask ourselves the question, 
in what ways did it not align with your identity? So let's talk about how do we change our identity? James Clear talks about we want to first decide the type of person that you want to be. Then number two, he talks about wanting to prove it to yourself through small wins. And so this is where habits come in. So we want to label and identify the type of person we want to be. And then we, number two, want to prove it with small wins. We talked about this a little last week when I gave my example of being a runner. I identified that I wanted to be the type of person who was a runner. So I wanted to be a runner. And I proved it to myself through the small wins that I did by running three to four times a week. But I was undermining those small wins with limiting beliefs or beliefs that I'd had or identities that I'd had before. And ultimately, when I quit running, those identities overrode that desire to continue running. The goal isn't to do something, it's to become something. So the goal isn't to read a book, it's to become a reader. The goal isn't to run a marathon, it's to become a runner. We talked about this last week, so if you missed it, just go back and listen to that. We get into this a little bit more. To add a third step, we have to identify and counteract the negative narratives in our lives. To counteract them, you have to acknowledge them. So think of an idea that you've adopted. Think of an identity that you've adopted. And what are you holding on to that can stop that identity? Behind every system of actions are a system of belief. And that's from the book Atomic Habits. The more we can identify our systems of belief, the more we can tie our habits to that system of belief. To identify our systems of belief, we need to ask ourselves some questions. The first question is, what are our limiting beliefs? Number two, why do we adopt these beliefs? There are a few reasons that we'll adopt limiting beliefs. The first one is past experiences. We take things that happened in our background and we assign them or adopt them as part of our identity. So we want to look at what are the past experiences that we have that are limiting our beliefs about our future self. Another thing is family background. This is very similar to past experiences, but there may be things that are in your family that will limit your future possibilities or your possibilities today. And then the third reason is just general personal insecurity. So it may not have anything to do with the background or with the family, but it could just be insecurities that you have, though many times insecurities are based off of things that happened in the past. So how can we counteract these limiting beliefs, these beliefs that we've adopted that are stopping us from achieving the new identity we want to achieve? The first thing is we want to change the narrative. To change the narrative, we need to change the thoughts running through our head. A great way to do this is to focus on gratitude 
and focus on affirmations. Affirmations are one of those things that they can get hate. People can absolutely uh, appropriately uh, talk negatively about them, but affirmations, when they're based in reality, are very, very powerful because they're reminders of the things that you believe. It's no different than putting together a goal and reminding yourself of that goal. As a Christian, affirmations for me are based in the scriptural truths that I know that are true. And so when I'm repeating these things to myself, it's no different than memorizing a piece of scripture. The second way that we can counteract these limiting beliefs is we can take action. It goes back to step number two for James Clear, where he talks about taking small steps. And when we take small steps, it's going to ingrain that identity that we're trying to adopt. And so while not taking any steps is going to further ingrain that you aren't that identity, taking steps or small actions are going to result in you being able to adopt that new identity. So start with figuring out what the step is that you can take today. And when I say today, I actually mean today. What can you do in the next two minutes to take a step forward? Maybe it's texting someone. Maybe it's Googling something. Maybe it's sending an email. Maybe it's submitting an application somewhere. Whatever it is, take that first small step. It's the first step that will start to change your identity. The third way to counteract these limiting beliefs is to talk to others. Get the perception of others. Get the perception of those around you. Very often, and I, and I may even say in most cases, our perception of ourselves and of our identity is worse than the people around us. So we may have this self-loathing, like my self-loathing and that I wasn't fast. I actually heard from people in different scenarios that I was quicker than I ever thought I was. Now, was that quickness from foot speed or was it just from my decision-making? Well, does it really matter? Because it's, it's ultimately quickness. And so I think Sometimes our perception of ourselves is manipulated slightly based off we tend to remember the negative experience over the positive experience, and we tend to remember the past more than we remember the present. Or we remember the most negative one of those. So if the present is the bad part and the past is the good, we will remember the present over the past. But if the past is reinforcing the opposite of that new identity you want to take on. You will remember the past. It will be drawn into your head. So we want to ask people around us to get their perception. I would say in the majority of cases, their perception of you is going to be more favorable than your perception of you. And their belief in your ability to adopt this identity is going to be higher than your own belief to adopt this identity. The other effect that this has is it helps you create some accountability because you're telling other people what you're thinking and what you're believing. And then the fourth way is to become part 
of a group. James Clear talks about there are two different types of identities. There are group identities, and then there are personal identities. So I'm going to let that be a teaser for next week, because next week I want to talk exclusively about group identities and what that means for adopting a new identity. But I would encourage you today to start with the first three actions that I gave you to counter your limiting belief. First is to change the narrative. Second is to take action. Just start. Third is to then talk to others and get their perception. So we'll leave you with that today. And then next week, we'll come back and we'll talk about being a part of a group and the group identity and how that group identity can help you reframe your identities, reframe your habits, reframe your future ultimately. And I hope that you see how this is extremely helpful in your personal finances. So many of us have negative identities or negative narratives around our ability to make more money, around our ability to achieve certain things, around our ability to save, or even we can have a negative identity around our ability to spend money. Maybe you aren't spending enough money. But if we can change that internal narrative, if we can take the first step, and then if we can talk to others, those three actions will be so powerful in helping you reframe your identity around money. So if you're struggling with a money identity issue, I would love to hear what you're struggling with. Feel free to contact me on Twitter at my uh, handle Curtis Haney, or you can go to the website and you can email me through the website. I would love to hear what you're struggling with. I'd love to start the process with you of helping you overcome that negative identity. So I look forward to you joining me next week as we do a deep dive into group identities. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you'd subscribe, share it with someone that you know. If you would go rate it, it would be awesome. You can now rate it on Spotify and on Apple. So I would love if you would rate it on either one of those platforms. Spotify is probably light on ratings because it's a new feature. So if you could rate it there, I would just be so, so thankful. Until next week, remember healthy financial decisions are intentional financial decisions. Intentional decisions this week lead to a healthy financial future. Start today. We'll see you next week.